Cats Community and Conversations, a weekly podcast dedicated to Medicine Hat and the surrounding area, hosted by Linda Tooth and Michelle Marshall. Stay tuned for more. Hey, Linda. Hi, Michelle. How are you today? I'm fan doodlyastic. How are you? Well, I'm I'm a little off today. Are you? Yeah, non-matching socks. No makeup and my bra and underwear do not match today. So I'm off. Oh boy. I know. I know. Are it's a gonna, thing. Are you going to be okay? I don't think so. Oh boy. Welcome back to Cat's Community and Conversation. Do we got a doozy today? We do. So I'm going to hand yep. it over to you. Okay. And I'm going to introduce her. Yes. Because we have a special guest. I do. We do. Um, all the way from the United States of America. So I have this thing um, where I purchase, and don't judge me, please, but no. Woman's World Magazine. Judge Free Zone. Every Tuesday, my mother used to get it when she was um, alive. And I love it for the stories. The magazine's got great articles, recipes. And I'm literally at Costco every Tuesday waiting for the magazines to be put out. And I picked up one and um, read this story, um, most amazing story. And I thought I got to reach out to this individual. So I did. She's here today. Um, Andrea is here to share her story about um, a dog that she connected with while she was um, serving um, overseas. Mm-hmm. And um, Andrea is with the military, uh, United States military. And she's come agreed to come on and tell us all about her story and her puppy that she brought back. And now I understand there's more than one. Yes, we're so excited. So welcome to Cat's Community and Conversation, Andrea. It is a thrill to have you here today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, So if you just want me to get right into this. You go right ahead. So um, as I was saying earlier, I kind of grew up with dogs all my life. There's never been a, a second that I haven't been without an animal in my household. So when you go on deployment, it's very lonely. Yes, you have a human roommate, but, you know, they're they're not four-legged friends, stuff like that. So um, overseas, basically, I can only speak for the United States. I've never been to Canada or anywhere like that. So I don't know how you guys treat dogs, but obviously you guys love cats and dogs and all animals. But um, animals just aren't treated the same like they are in the United States from my perspective versus like deployment wise. So when you see animals over there, your heart just literally breaks because there's not one animal that is like not injured, starving. You can't see all their bones, things like that. Mm. So it's really difficult to walk around, especially with my job. Um, We had the ability to go off base a lot so I could interact with the public. And when I say the public, I mean the four-legged friends a lot. So um, (laughs) my, yeah. So like you were saying, there was two dogs, actually the first dog, there wasn't a huge story about her because she was annihilated by a semi truck and was paralyzed from the neck down. And, um, I had a, so I connected with Chansey. Her name is Chansey because I was given her a chance, mm-hmm. but, um, so I connected with her for the first four months while I was there. And then, um, well, I'd say three, three and a half. And then, so I got, I became friends with one of the bakery people and the bakery people kind of like got contact to me on base and was like, Hey, the dog that you wanted us to watch is dead. And I was like, what? So I rushed off base. Chansey was still breathing. So we scooped her up in a towel and took her to the nearest vet. And, um, from there I kind of just didn't know what to do. And then Axel came shortly after. So that's, she was at the vet and hoping she was going to survive. I was trying to fill that void and comes along 
here comes Axel. We're driving off base. And um, I see him trying to like cross the road. And I tell my partner, I'm like, please stop the car. And I mean, horrible. He was born a dwarf. So his paws are like inverted ish, but he walks on his wrist. And then he also got hit by a car in the back leg. So that's why I named him Axel is because he only had one working Axel when I met him. And um, it was like an instant connection. I, I wasn't even fully out of the car and we like locked eyes. You could tell he was like, is she going to hurt me? Is she not like, what's going on? Is it one of those humans that are mean? And I just like slowly walked up to him and like gave him his little sweet, nothing talk. And I was crying. I was like, there's no way there's absolutely no way. This is the worst dog I've seen in Kosovo other than Chansey, like being annihilated. But, um, there was no chance for him. There was absolutely no chance. So I like helped him across the road. I put my hand on him and he was just like, okay, okay. I think she's a little nice. Okay. That's, we walked across um, gravel parking lot. I made him, well, aside from leaving him, I made him like a little bed of leaves and sticks. That's all I had. I didn't have any extra jackets or anything in my car. So I sat there for like an hour and my partner and I, kind of talked to him, played with him. And even though he was very broken, he was very willing to chase sticks and very willing to just literally give you all the kisses in the world. And at that moment, I was like, there's absolutely no way I'm leaving this dog. There's absolutely no way. So I got online after leaving him. I was hoping that he would be there the next morning. But um, after leaving him, I went into my barracks room, got on my computer and literally just got Google up. And I typed in how to bring a dog home from deployment to the United States. Paws of War came up. They were literally the first one. You know how you do a Google search. You just click on the first thing. That's what I did. I looked at their mission. I was like, all right, this, this is a fat chance. So I just put an inquiry in. And then uh, two days later, they reached out to me and they said, where's the dog? I said, well, actually, I have two. But um, one's at a vet. I really need you to go get. And the other one is on the side of the road. I don't know if he's going to make it. I mean, a main road. He's on a main road, like in and out of base. And nobody, the locals especially, don't, they do not stop for dogs whatsoever. They even like, if there's a dog near like a store entrance or something, they'll kick them like to get out of the way. Or like, I would personally like feed them. I would get a whole meal. Say I'm like walking to a restaurant. I would order myself a meal and whatever dog I saw in the front of the entrance and I would lay it out there and you would literally see people like just pick up the food and throw it in the trash can instead of letting the dog eat it. Like it was, it was horrible. So my heart just broke for all these dogs. And, um, so they contacted me. I gave them basically lack of a better word, like the grid coordinates pretty much. And they were like, all right, can you meet us there in 30 minutes? And I sure did met them in 30 minutes. And, um, they picked him up. They picked Axel up. And then they took him away. They took him right to the vet. Uh, they had their own personal vet out there. So after that, it was pretty much done. Um, they kept me in contact, but they decided that what their organization does is they take them to their local vet there, and then they get them all their shots, neutered, spayed, whatever it is, and then they get them sent overseas. Um, and then for Chansey, she was at a local vet already, so they just literally went got her transferred her to their local vet and they actually sent her for three surgeries while she was overseas 
they got her all recovered up enough to go to the United States. And then that was that. So um, they put them after they bring them to the United States, they kind of socialize them with other dogs and kind of nurture them back to health enough to like socialize with humans, kids, cats, whatever you might need. Hmm. And then um, like for my case, I had to, I was still overseas for another like three months. So they were already in the States. I was still overseas. They put it, they try to put him in foster home. Sometimes it always doesn't work out. Like Axel was not in foster home. He was in the kennel the entire time, but it's like a big kennel. It's not like one of those small little mm-hmm, dinky right. ones. But um, yeah, so as soon as I got home, I got home the end of November and I had them probably the second week of December. So, wow. Oh my God. <laughs> like what I'm just great, totally what a great Christmas gift though, to be oh, able yeah. to. It was, it was the best Christmas gift in the entire right? world. Now this particular organization that helped you out, how are they funded? Like, are they, is it all donation? Like, I don't know anything about them. I'm going to have to look into it. Um, so I don't really know the all about them or anything yeah. like that. I know that it's so for my case with Axel, I um, did a whole bunch of news outlets and things like that in order to filter in those donations. And then like I reached out to some of my friends and family and was like, hey, you know, $20, that'd be great. Because he also, that money not only sends them here to the United States, but they also, if, like, for example, Axel needed three surgeries. So mm-hmm. all that money left over also goes to the surgeries for you. So it goes. So everything is, yeah. Yeah. Everything is free to the soldier. Absolutely. Zero dollars for That's us. Amazing. You know, I got to say the United States of America looks after yeah, their the people, mil- their people, yeah. your mm-hmm. military. Like it's amazing what you do for your military and for your veterans. Mm-hmm. Canada could really take some lessons. We don't treat them as well. I don't think. Well, maybe not yeah. that we're aware of. I don't know if there's some of the, a program like this here. I don't know if there uh, is, but I think it's absolutely amazing because mm-hmm. um, the connection and the support an animal offers, not only to just a civilian, but to somebody who is in the military mm-hmm. is huge, I would imagine. Yeah. And they have like, so from my standpoint, yes, it's donations. And then they also do like fundraising, their local fundraising and stuff like that. So I would say donations. Then they also have um, what I would call their regulars, mm. people that just donate monthly. And they're just yeah. like, mm-hmm. you guys are amazing. Here's money. Here's money, whatever. So, right. Kind of like the SPCA yeah. or whatever, yeah. right? All of these. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Like the sometimes soldiers will be like, I really want this dog to come over or come to the United States and say they can't adopt it. They take that dog and they will um, put it through, what is it called? Like the dog therapy type stuff yeah. so that they are a, a service dog. Yes. And then they'll give that service dog for free to a vet if, if a Very vet needs cool. a service dog. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, by chance, the best Google search I've ever done. So <laughs> good for you. That is amazing. Um, now I know we're we're gonna run out of time here shortly on our Zoom link, but we really would love to see the dogs if we could. Yeah. Let me. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I am okay. too. You're gonna, you're gonna look at my barn door for a second. Oh, that's quite okay. It's all good. That is so amazing. I know. Isn't it amazing? And like, what a great support system for, for veterans and for people who are deployed or who are currently serving. Yeah. Such an amazing connection to make. 
Pet therapy. Right? Like you can't get any better than pet therapy, right? And I would almost bet my last dollar that Canada does not do anything like this. I'm curious. Now, I've got a few friends who've been through the military, so I'm going to have to ask them because I'm really curious. Um, I asked my brother today. I told him who we were talking to today. My brother retired after 24 years in the military. Yeah. And he did tell me that there are dogs that they do connect with overseas, but I don't know if they bring them back. So I'm going to look into that. Yeah. I think that's a great Great thing to look at. Maybe that's another show for us. Yes. Is where we connect. If we do find a group that does this, maybe mm-hmm. we can connect with them and spread the word. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. I can't. I'm so excited to see these puppers. I can hardly wait. Okay. Oh, this one is Chancy. <laughs> She's like, oh, oh my God, you're beautiful. She oh, has a permanently broken pelvis right here, but okay. you'd never know. Hi, baby. Hi. Oh. And then, can I turn this thing around? I don't know. Here's Axel. That's what. Oh, that's so cute, guys. Oh my God! Oh, they're so very messed up, but oh, they are so beautiful. Oh, Hi, oh. Axel. You're famous, buddy. Oh, what a sweetheart. And they both look so happy. Who is this? Oh, Oh, yeah, they are spoiled to the maximum. Do they get any mac and cheese at Thanksgiving? (laughs) Oh, yeah. So that's actually a good point. They hate dog food. Good for you. It is so hard to get them to eat dog food. So I had to put chicken, turkey, ham, literally anything, because that's what they're used to. So oh. good for those two. Good for you guys. Way to go. Get the good stuff. Hi, Axel. Baby. Look, Axel. Oh. Oh, oh, you're so sweet. Oh my God, Andrea. You are so lucky. And they are so lucky oh. to have you. And thank He's, you. For, they've been a blessing. <laughs> thank you for looking out for them and, and yes. making that connection and bringing them home. Yeah. There needs to be more people like you. I appreciate that. Agreed. Wow. I think, are we going to run out of time? We're going to run out of time. So So we're going to keep talking after it stops, Andrea, just to let you know how we're going to upload this and stuff. But yeah, can we have you back on? We'd love to. Like right after this or? We'll we'll book another day. No, we'll book another day. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. And uh, just ch- check in and have an update on Axel and Chansey and see how they're doing. And I want to know, do you have mac and cheese at Christmas? <laughs> I do. Yeah. Shut up. Really? <laughs> mac and cheese is always, always a dish. Always a okay, dish. Okay. So is it like the elbow macaroni and then like a homemade cheese sauce or what kind of pasta do you use? Um, personally, my family uses elbow macaroni. Okay. A lot of other people use the penne pasta. Yeah. Okay. But I think that those noodles are too hard or yeah. like they don't get soft enough yeah. in the in the water I in agree. order for like a good dissolvable mac and cheese in your mouth, you know? Now, I didn't know anything about this until we just recently got the sports channel at home and we oh, yeah. and the Kelsey brothers were playing football the mm-hmm. other night mm-hmm. and they were talking about mac and cheese at Thanksgiving. I'm like, what the hell? You people are millionaires. What are you doing eating <laughs> mac and cheese? It's a thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought it's it was a gourmet thing. Mac and cheese, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, well, we're going to end it, but we're going to still talk after we're done. If you don't mind, you got a couple of minutes or do you have like a hot date or something today? Or you sure don't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks so much for being on the show, Andrea. And we will definitely have you back to give us an update 
And absolutely, it was awesome for us today. Yeah, so we'll end it here. But Andrea, don't go anywhere because we still want to chat about mac and cheese. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Bye.